everybody, welcome to the Castle Lodge Lost Sessions. This is episode one of the second season. And just a couple of things before we get into our main meat of the episode today. Um, I've removed the nine episodes that were on YouTube from 2019. Uh, except for the live stream, obviously. I've just rebranded as a singular live stream. Um, but I've removed them. And now the beginning of season one is considered the perfect trio. And the Centennial Celebration ends Season 1. So it's a 24-episode season. Uh, the nine episodes that came out in 2019 are their own thing on Anchor uh, and all streaming services. And we are actually going to revisit those um, coming up in the coming episodes this season. But there were some I wasn't happy with. As well as some that didn't, didn't fit this format that we're in now. As well as... Some that uh, my opinions have changed and I feel would probably do well with a second uh, iteration. So, that's the thing. So season 1 is a 24 episode season. Season 2 begins today. We were originally going to talk about team effort. But something more has come to my attention and uh, to my knowledge that I really wanted to get off my chest. As well as one of my friends, uh, Shytech. Well, a thing... Well, now he's either one. I'm, I'm going to say that because I don't know how to say his name. It's uh, it's Welsh. <laughs> but anyway, we are... We, we talked about the whole don't age up the louds trend. It's not really a trend. 3,100 people are on it. Uh, three are on maybe a soap, a huge soapbox. We singled out one thread of tweets. I'm not going to bring up who. If you've read it, uh, read the thread, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, but we're singling that out because it did have a lot of pertinent information that we wanted to rebuttal and set the record straight with, give our own thoughts on. So, yeah, that's what this episode is. Uh, let me just make it clear that Ice is, or Aethel one has never done anything like this. Um, it'll be up to him if he continues to do something like this uh, in the future. But for now... That's really it. We talked for 30 plus minutes about this because it is such a pertinent topic uh, and such a topic that cannot be reversed. Um, so yeah, I'm going to leave you guys and go to that conversation and we'll be back with the outro at the end. Okay, so we're here with Shytech. I think that's what I need to call him. I don't know what to call yeah. him anymore. Um, and... <laughs> He's never done anything like this, ever. But I think this was enough for him to realize it, it needs to be talked about. There's, there's some things that just need to be talked about. So I sent him, just to vent, a tweet from someone. I'm not going to name who, because I'm not that kind of person. Um, about not aging up the louds in season five of the Loud House. And you know that that's, that's going to happen. It has to happen, because, like, it's the creative vision of the artists who make the show. That, and, well, they've already been in production since October of last year. Probably, yeah. So they kind of can't... October? My... Uh... It takes nine months, to, I think, to make one episode. And then there's 26... Right, they are them. working on, like, a billion episodes at the same time. Okay. There's like 26 of them, or unless you count each half episode, then there's like 50. 
True. And, well, we're just going to go through this a little piece at a time. Because, as the title says, the inevitability of growing up, it's going to happen. This show is a slice of life show. It will happen. I need to find those tweets. (laughs) I'll link them to you. Hold on. There's the thread. Um, So the first part of it that I want to get to (laughs) is aging up the characters is an insult to the original series. We're still in the original series. (laughs) We still have the same writers, basically. Obviously, people have gone on to other shows at the Nickelodeon HQ. But we're... I just have to laugh at the time. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's so dumb. As well as an atrocity. Get ready for a load of adjectives here. An animation crime. I don't know what the heck that means. Vandalism. Tyranny. Treachery. A stab in the back. And a punch in the gut. How is growing up vandalism? <laughs> oh, the word tyranny. Jesus throwing around words like they don't know what they're talking about. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they know what tyranny means. But from a creationist standpoint, because I, I can provide that because of the things I do, it's like, why? Like, why are you fighting towards something like that? It just seems like you're entitled. It, it's, it's the, like, it's the artist and the director's creative vision. And you're telling them not to follow that creative vision because you can't handle the fact that they want to do that. It's it's ridiculous to me. (laughs) And well, let's just be real here. You're going to have to age age up the spinoff too because the oldest character in CLH is going to college. Hold on, hold on. Don't don't say that. You'll trigger even more people. (laughs) I don't no, care. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding, yeah. Treachery. I don't even know what that means, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, I don't know what they've ever that. A stab in the back. No. no. And a punch in the gut. If you I mean, are... To you, maybe, but not, not to the actual people that care about the show. If you think that aging up the characters and making them part of a slice-of-life story is a punch in the gut, you need mental help. That's what I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure that Loud House is like, actually like, well, it's not really a story. It's kind of a disconnected story, but it's more of, it's like, it's it's literally a slice of life show. Right. And it's, their it's target demographic of the time when they first started the show was probably around the elementary age. Right. Those people in elementary school are now in middle school and some maybe even high school because middle school is like three years. <laughs> But still, they, they've they've grown up, and obviously they need a show that's more catered to them because they're the original. They're the original audience. They would probably enjoy that. Right. One of their favorite shows. Grow up with them. Obviously, and it would probably happen in some regards. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And and obviously with me, I'm out of their target demographic <laughs> by a lot, <laughs> but. The point still stands that I started watching it, I think, when I was 17. So, yeah. I was... I related at least to the older characters who are now going into college. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it works that way. With the large amount of age disparity in all the characters, it's very easy to just relate to one of them. Yeah. Because there's always going to be a really young character, and there's always going to be a really uh, old character. It, it, it has a relatability in the disparity. The next part I want to look at is... Real cartoonists would fix a problem with wacky plots, witty dialogue, and funny gags. Not realism or life dependence. Who's saying I, they don't have I, this? I really hate the entire idea of fixing something by using gags. Honestly. I do too, because we're talking... Season 4 has been... I know you haven't watched it, but... Yeah. Season 4 has been a... Literally a transition period where people have... Learn the lessons needed to grow up. Yeah. And B... At that, at that point, it would make sense to age them up. Because yeah. Because they've learned the lessons for that era. And they want to transition to a different era. Like, I can relate this to, like, a similar experience I have with one of my favorite games, Ratchet & Clank. Because it's, it's a very similar thing. Because, like, the original Quad Quaternary... Was that Tetralogy? Tetralogy is about Ratchet learning to overcome his selfish indulgence and work together with Clank. And then they've started working on it, but they also, in the future series, right after that, they retconned it. They retconned all of it. Mm -hmm. And it's basically like they just took the creative direction of the original four games and just turned it in the inverse. And that's what I think is happening with the lighthouse right now. Well, obviously it's not happening, but it's probably going to happen if this whole don't age up the louds thing goes through. And obviously it won't because, well, we're nine months into production. They're not going to stop it now. Yeah, it's nine months into production. That would be a huge net loss for them. So obviously it's going to happen. And by aging them up, it disables the ability of retconning for that season. Because mm -hmm. it's very hard to retcon like the previous seasons unless you physically alter the way the season's direction was going. I mean, you can still like retcon by removing characters, but it's very hard to retcon a story. I say retcon a lot, but it's like it's actually a very serious thing and a lot of creative things. Yeah. And clank. <laughs> Now, here's where I got really upset. And I didn't see the last point in this list until just now. And I'm even more upset. Oh, no. Uh, we all need to be in this together. We all need to tell the staff and Nickelodeon that we don't want the characters to age up. You win about 3,100 people out of a 1 million people demographic. Plus, 1 million plus people, actually. Um, 3,100 people don't want it. That's a, silent, that's a really small majority. It's going to take all of us and a miracle to pull this off. Here's what we can do. This isn't about what's going... Like, bigger issues. This is about a TV show that we're talking about here before I list these. Write yeah. and send protest letters to the staff in Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. I've ever seen this tweet now. <laughs> Make oh. protest art. Spread the use of the hashtag <laughs> Do Not Age Up The Louds on Twitter and Facebook. Protest outside the animation studio. Oh, and I didn't see this one until just now. Sue the staff and Nick in court. 
Excuse me. <laughs> if you uh, think if you're th- if, if you think that you're going to get a federal or even state case <laughs> out of your own pettiness, uh, please leave this community right now. They're really going to try and sue the creators of a show for going with what they created. Yes. That, that, that seems like a total disregard of anything the creators have done, and it's not. It's more of they like the show more than they like the creators who want to tell a story. And that's that's a big problem of creations. Like, My question is, <sighs> does the person who tweeted this know... Where is this tweet? Because <laughs> I, I gotta find it again. Hold on. Yeah, go through the thread I sent you. Is it in that one thread? Yeah, all this is in one thread. Oh my. I didn't click on it because I didn't want to give it any more view time than I had. And, I mean... Oh my god, they've added even more. Send Luan and Benny back to middle school, revert Benny back to original design, bring back Chaz. And they posted a DeviantArt article that immediately tells me they don't really care. And you know, let me... You've been on DeviantArt for more than five minutes. You know that there's a lot of really weird crap up there. And let me say this. The sue the staff, I, I don't want to use age as a insult. I don't do that. I'm not about that life. But do they know that a, a lawsuit isn't a means to win in like they think it is? A lawsuit isn't meant for stuff like this. A lawsuit is meant a for, is meant for illegal crap. Would, yeah, it would be meant for things that are illegal and or cause harm and the person that made the device or made something knows it causes harm. This isn't causing any form of harm. I mean, so if you if consider... There, there, this wouldn't even stand up even in the, in the, uh, in the first court. Yeah. this would. It wouldn't stand up at all. They would lose so much money. They would lose so much money trying to sue the staff in Nickelodeon for following a creative vision. It just makes no sense. The also, staff must art, also. I just want to bring this back to the make protest art and they've linked DeviantArt. I am very afraid now. And let me say, it's their own DeviantArt page. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, then they're just, they're just shamelessly self-promoting then. Good. Good job. Good job, Mr. Over here. <laughs> the staff must also keep Lori in high school. No. That she's going to grow into college. She is literally touring colleges in, in the episodes as we speak. How is she going to... How are you going to revert that? Like you said, bring back to high school, right? Yeah, keep Lori in high school. There is yeah. no way you can revert that. She's once already picked a college. Once you've established that she is looking at colleges, I mean, obviously you can at least drag it on another year because some people look at colleges in their junior year, but still. If you're touring a college, you're going to be going to college soon. It, there's no doubt about it. Send the so and Benny back to keeping, middle school. Keeping Lori in high school would just wreck on the entire series. Basically, and let me say this about the send the and Benny back to middle school. They're 14. Wouldn't that put them in high school? Honestly, I can't remember. 
I think uh, that's I th ninth grade. I think so. I, th I think so. I think that's ninth grade. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yes. It is fr it's freshman year. Freshman it is year. freshman year. Thanks, Google. So, yeah, if they are 14 and they're still in middle school, then that, well, I mean, obviously they'd still be in middle school. They're held because... back. Well, I mean, like, not that they're held back, but usually if you're 14, you're still in middle school for the remainder of the year. And then you go on to high school and then turn 15 high school. Unless you have a birthday in the summer. But regardless, bringing them back to middle school would insinuate that they failed. And while that could be an interesting plot point, I don't see that happening. Revert Benny Metro's original design. No, I don't then... know what his original design was, so I, I don't know where with this. I don't remember either. I honestly don't remember. I'm going to look this up. I just know he's voice acted by someone who played in Solar Opposites. <laughs> um, Sean G. Ambron. Because, like, what, that would, like, I, I say I have no quarrels with it, but that would definitely retcon the show first off. <laughs> oh, they, that's barely a change. What? I, I don't even know, I, I, I don't even know, is it like a comparison tweet or something? There's the old. Yeah. There's the new. The what hair is, is different. The hair. And I guess the back of the shoes not being like two feet out of the back of his body, but that that's probably it, it, that's not even like change. Okay, no, that that wouldn't even wreck on it because it's the same thing. It's literally just a hairdo. Yeah, like I, what I don't understand is why, why would you want to bring him back to the original design? Because like, your question, why? If, if you're trying to make a believable world in, like, because obviously this isn't going to be, like, a totally believable world. It's completely cartoon, but still. If you want to make a somewhat believable world, having a hairstyle change, even though it's something very minor, it is brilliant. It is a brilliant thing to do on the show. And I think that um, the only time it was in season three was the first episode he was debuted in, Ellis for Love. And then he didn't get brought back up to season or season two or season three. I can't remember when that episode was. But the next time he came into the show was like a year later. So it was very possible for him to have redone his hairstyle by that point. Oh, definitely. Heck, there was a time when I was 14 when I wanted really long hair. That didn't last very long. I ended up <laughs> having a mop on my head. And then I went to short hair, and then I just went to neutral hair because I couldn't figure out what I wanted. Still don't know what I want. But hairstyles change all the time, especially when you're a kid. Yeah. It's like, you don't know what hairstyle you want. You haven't tried the hairstyles. And it, let's say Benny likes this one. Let him keep it. Don't wreck on him and make him go back to that. Makes no sense to me. I'm not even going to get into the bring back all the love interests. That's That's a... That just Rabbit seems like you're itself. throwing pawns at each other at that point. Trying to get things to go exactly the way you want. Yeah. Bring back the comedy and creativity of the first two seasons. I like I like how a lot of the replies to this tweet, though, are just like, Yeah, no. <laughs> Even and that... there's, there's more sensible people that are just like, no. Despite this guy's like, 
what feels like 20 tweet Fred. Bring back the comedy and creativity of the first two seasons. That doesn't work. That's up to the eye of the beholder. Wait, Everyone thinks it differently uh, under the love interest list. Oh my god. That's up to the eye of the beholder. I mean, let's be honest. Someone who thinks something is creative and funny will think something else isn't. Like, I'm going to bring this to Minecraft for a little bit because it's talking about, like, design and all that. Yeah. When uh, they used, I think it was Jasper. I'm not sure whose name is, but when they switched their default, like, textures, everyone flipped out. But on the bright side, it at least made the game much nicer to look at. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't go back to the old Netherrack texture. I literally just can't. It's just too bad. So, like, using a redesign, I mean, if it looks better and it actually works better for, the like, the thing it's designed off of, then there is no reason to go back. And there's no reason to change it, because if it works, there's no reason to change it. It's just as simple as that. Basically... And then also the last the love interest thing, this really just feels like someone's just trying to make the show their own. I'm not going to say it just for sanity's sake, but it is pretty obvious what I mean. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, not very good. I'm not going to get into that last point because I don't even know what that's about. The last point? They use this guy's design for Simon Shark. I don't know yeah, what that, that's, that's about. That's what I was talking about earlier. I don't know what that means. And if the staff are short of ideas, they can use the ideas from my own DeviantArt. <laughs> Wait, bring my... Oh, I just realized... I just saw the Bring My Comedy to Creativity first two seasons. Yeah, these tweets are not very structured that well, because it took me a while to find that. Bring back the comedy and creativity of the first few seasons. I went to the link and just... Just went to Honestly? the last one. Glory days. Lincoln finds his sisters and the Royal Woods kids are all growing up and tries to be okay with it. Oh my god. Later he gets hit on the head by a bunch of items and sees himself 80 years in the future as well as seeing his sisters 80 years in the future. Lincoln now oh. must find a way to get himself back to being a kid. Note, this is a full-length 22-minute episode made to protest the characters aging in Season 5 and shows the many disadvantages of getting old. Excuse me. What? Well, obviously you're going to have disadvantages when you're an 80-year-old man. Or in this I, case, I, I, this is obvious because like your body is not going to function at the same degree as like, you know, someone who aged up literally a year. So right like, now, obviously they're... that's too far of an extreme. Obviously, things are going to happen. But... Yeah, and right now, like Lincoln's eleven, that will put him at ninety-one as a flashback or flash forward. It doesn't make sense. It, it that, that literally would destroy the season. You basically. Because it wouldn't make sense for the, the, the pace of the show. I don't watch the show, but it's a, it's like kind of easy to tell the pace from an outsider. And that would completely wreck the pace. Even for an insider. We'd be like, what the heck are you on? What are the like, writers maybe on? Maybe it, it works for like a gag or like some kind of like, what's it called? Um, cutaway? Is it called cutaway? It, it might work for that. It kind of did. In an earlier episode, predictability had the um, had that old person gag in it. 
where he where Lincoln saw himself doing the same routine ever every day over and over until he was elderly. And that, yeah, that is a that, gag that, that works. That would have been a good, that's a good that's a good example of it. It's like it it's monotonous, but it's also ridiculously funny in context. And that is uh, I mean, like I can't really describe what's funny because I'm not funny in any regard, but still. <laughs> well well that's like certain times there are gags and there are certain like is is it cutaways i i want to say it's cutaways but i think so there's, there's certain times where that those actually become helpful and as long as you don't do the family guy method of throwing 300 to 400 gags and cutaways an episode you'll be fine mm-hmm then i uh, word those work down to the bottom optional conditions are increasing the show's budget and getting guest stars Nickelodeon, I think at this point, is willing to give the show the budget whatever it takes because it's doing so well. I mean, yeah. it, it. this is a show at this point that doesn't really need to rely on ratings because it's a recognizable IP and it has so many other things like books, toys, stuff like that. So it, it does well. It Nickelodeon money already and it's it has something special going for it in that it actually has a unique art style. Yeah, the Sunday morning comics are very style. It's very rare to see those in cartoons now. So they get a lot of extra help from that itself. And the status quo is not too strict. It's fair, yet yeah, it's too strict because, again, we've been in production at least nine months. Yeah. It allows for the show to be funny. As Again, funny is up to the eye of the beholder. As yeah. well as allowing the staff to work with what they have, allowing for better plots which eventually lead to the show recovering from Chris Savino's firing. Better plots would be aging them up and letting them face new challenges. Because if you leave them in the same age, you're just going to make them face the same challenge over and over. Yeah. When when you age up to like even middle school, you face so many different problems. You're, challenges. We're about to have Lincoln and his whole friend group deal with the challenges of learning middle school. And also the challenges that come with learning how your body changes, but I don't think that's going to go in there. It might. Know, there, there, it might. It might because they're doing it, representation. I don't, I don't think it will because that's kind of like a very tough subject to really get going on a show. Yeah, I mean. Like Big Mouth, that show. Yeah, that show tried that. It didn't work very well. That show was ugly as hell. <laughs> Sorry for swearing, but it is, it is just something I needed to say. <laughs> And I agree that the staff have been recycling plots from previous episodes. Yeah, we can all agree on that. But what they should be doing is looking at other cartoons and getting ideas from them. I think they probably are. Please sign this petition. Don't sign this getting, petition. The, the problem is, if you're getting ideas from other cartoons, you get you you literally just get artist block. Yeah, because you're just you're just literally reusing an idea that's already been done. Please sign this and petition. Don't sign this petition. Please don't. <laughs> It, it's not. It not only is it not going to do anything, but it's also going to show the artists that there's this, an alarming amount of people that just don't care about what their vision is, and only care for the show for being what it is. Which has been four seasons of people being the same age. It needs. It needs to move up. And if it does move up, there's more challenges. There's more plot directions they can take. They can there's renew this show. Subjects that they can go in because. It's, it's very hard to get a complex subject through to a very low-age demographic. Right. It's very difficult to do that. 
Like, I'm going to go back to Ratchet and Clank here again, because, like, that game is amazing, first off. But the way they did it, because the game was art targeted at kids, but it showed late-stage capitalism and decay and all stuff like that. Rapid consumerism. And it did it so well. Because it, it hid the fact that it was doing that under the guise of a kid's game. And it it's like, it's one of those things that when you go back to it, you understand it perfectly. And you relate to it on that level. And it's just permanent relation because it was at that perfect moment. Problem is, if you don't like continue the story, though, you have what happens with the new Ratchet and Clank. And it's like, where does this fit? Where is the old retro consumerism that made this game special? And yeah, like that—that's what happened to the series. It's kind of just gone hill, gone downhill somewhere. Have high hopes for Rift Away, though. If that screws up, though, I will never have any respect for the game series ever again. <laughs> and that's exactly what happens with the latter. Sorry to cut cut off you there, but and let's this just is exactly say what happens with the Loudhouse. It needs it needs to continue its story. Otherwise, it's going to have the same problems of Ratchet and Clank. It will open up. I know some people don't agree with this, but it will open up for more renewals of season. And they won't run out of content. They could probably get oh, yeah, two or definitely. three more seasons out of an age up. Heck, continue to age up the show because your demographic is only going to get older. Yeah. Because, like, Heck, I would, I would, it's very rare you find a cartoon that talks about, like, the 20s. Like, the 20-year age. Because, like, there's none. And there's a lot of people going into that age right now. And let me it's, just say, the people random. on this tweet replying, you're all legends. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, definitely. I know some of the people that have been replying to this tweet. Everyone who's watching this probably knows which one I'm talking about. That's why I'm not bringing it up. Yeah. Um, but you're legends. And let me read one. It'll make sense for them to age. We're not having something like the Rugrats where they experience four Christmases and Tommy is still one. Let them age. Sorry, I forgot about that. Fairly Odd Parents. Ten seasons. He experienced ten birthdays and ten Christmases, I think. And he was all ten the entire he also time. He witnessed the birth of a baby. From a man, no less. That was a very weird episode. Yeah. He experienced that, and he's somehow still 10. All of that. I, I could say the same with Family Guy, but at least Family Guy didn't throw in as many birthdays. He experienced like, 300. Stewie has been, like, how old is Stewie? He's been that age for 20 years now. But at least the good thing is they don't really give birthdays to the characters because then it forces them to age up. Basically. That's how you, that's how you do it when you don't want them to age up. And the characters of Family Guy don't need to age up. Because they rely on gags to age them up for you. <laughs> but the story stays the same. Well, what's left of the story is not really much of a story in that show anymore. It just does whatever it wants. And that's why I still like it. it. It It's not afraid to go wherever it wants. It has the creative direction. And while it's being hindered by the fact that Fox just, just doesn't like it anymore... Actually, is it Fox? No, it's Adult Swim. Yeah, yeah, Simpsons is Fox. I keep getting the two mixed up because I remember Family Guy being under Fox at some point. And I do and like, like that they're ignoring the criticism they're getting on oh, their yeah. tweet. 
takes a lot of effort to ignore the criticism, but the greatest loud house. I may never have watched your show. But my God, you're doing a good job. I can say that with confidence because like you're at least fighting. Oh my God. I just looked at the, I just looked at the top of the picture of the tweet. It says join the revolution. Oh my God. I'm done. This is not a revolution. Why did it take me that long to see that? It's not a revolution. By any stretch of the imagination, it's not. Oh my god. I went to one of my friends' tweets and she said, I'm actually going to have her as a guest on the live stream. Uh, and she actually called him out the 21st. Uh, Y'all actually think this is going to work. Season 5 has already been in production for about a year now. They're not going to delete all of their hard work just because a few fans are disgruntled. Get out of here with this stupid stuff. I agree with her. Honestly, yeah. Like, I'm going to go to a different anime show, Rick and Morty. They, they've had their episodes in production for two years. Yeah. A lot of them. Solar Opposites. So it's like, three years. Yeah, and they're not going to just completely destroy that footage. Because why would they? They spent so long making it. And, well, it shows, first off, because the Rick and Morty episodes, while they've been weird lately, they've still put had a lot of effort into them. And then... It's like, you don't want to just... Yeah, I found it. Slapstick something onto it. He um called her a spoil sport and said that the petition currently has 3,054 signatures and she, that she needs to put that money where her mouth is. How much do you want to bet? A lot of the signatures are just bots. Probably. And let me Change say... org has always had a massive problem with bots. And let me say... Um, oh, I forgot what we can going to say. Let me think for a second. Believe me, make yourself look bad. <laughs> yeah. I think that's basically everything, though. Oh, he deleted much, the tweet. Yeah. He deleted the tweet that she called out, obviously. <laughs> oh, boy. Unless I've been blocked, which... No, I haven't been blocked. I wouldn't be surprised if once this comes out, I get blocked by him, though. Yeah. Honestly, though, like, just to, like, do a TLDR and just sum it all up and all that, let the artists do their creative vision. Because... Otherwise, you're going to have a failure like a lot of other things. It's not going to work. Mm -hmm. Like, this is why you don't let businesses get involved in, like, animation either. Because they want something completely different than what the artists want. This, there's a lot of things that you don't interrupt art with. And one of them is messing with the art direction. That is something that, once you mess with it, the artists lose motivation. Mm -hmm. It has been a big problem for animators for years. So, I just wanted to put my two cents on that one. I think that's all I have to say. That was 33 minutes. So, <laughs> I'm we're going to go to the outro now. Because that's already been recorded. And <laughs> on Wednesday or Tuesday, whichever day I decide, uh, when Rooms actually officially comes back, we'll talk about team effort like we planned on. So, I'll see you guys in the outro. So that was our conversation. It's all uncut. You got it unedited, just as we talked about it. Uh, we did talk. Try. I. We did kind of talk over each other some there. That's just because we both had so much to say. 
about each other's points, and I think that that was very, very productive as a conversation uh, because we both took a he took a creationist standpoint as well as I. I took a very rationalized and creationist standpoint for mine because I just feel like that it, it was needed. It was really much, very much a needed uh, rationalization because we just have people on Twitter going crazy uh, because the show isn't going to do exactly what they want it to do. And unfortunately, the world does not revolve around them. That's the, that's the big part. Wait, did I say unfortunately? I, I, I need to change that. I meant fortunately, because if this world revolved around them, it'd probably be a lot different. <laughs> well, that's really it. Um, that's gonna do it for this episode of the Cosmic Logical Law Session. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this very productive discussion. Uh, me and Shytech, Aethelwyn. Ice, he goes by so many names. I might as well just bring them all up. Um, that we had on the inevitability of growing up. So, yeah, that's going to do it. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a like on it. Hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications. And I'll see you next week for another episode.